0: This is The Defrag, I'm Christopher Lawson. When the PlayStation 5 was released in late 2020, it was one of the hottest items around. Launch stocks sold out within minutes, and it didn't take long before the console started appearing on marketplace apps like Craigslist, eBay, Gumtree and Facebook Marketplace, and at huge premiums. People were trying to capitalise on the demand. This practice is known as scalping and it usually gets a pretty bad rap, for good reason. People desperate to get a product can often get ripped off because they just don't want to wait. We know that scalping happens with hot items like the PS5, and it can also happen with tickets to big events. But did you know that it can also happen with cars? Back in May of 2021, the executive chairman of Ford, Bill Ford, got up on stage at an event in Dearborn, Michigan to introduce the company's latest foray into the electric vehicle space, the F-150 Lightning. The F-150 is the world's most popular and trusted truck. And the F-150 Lightning will be the smartest, cleanest F-150 ever. Ford made a massive deal out of this announcement because the F-150 has been one of the best selling cars of all time. And the F-150 Lightning is going up against Tesla's competitor, the Cybertruck.
1: It's time for electric
0: to turn into lightning. And all the hype? Well, it paid off, with almost 45,000 people pre-ordering the truck within 48 hours. And now, around 200,000 people have made reservations. The demand was huge. And Ford now say they'll be producing 150,000 F-150 Lightnings every year from 2023. In early January, Ford sent a note around to their dealers after some were found trying to add a premium onto reservation prices or were asking people to put down an additional deposit to secure their place in the queue. These are practices which Ford said would be damaging to the Ford brand and that dealerships found doing this would lose their allocation of the F-150 Lightning. This email was leaked on the F-150 Gen 14 forum and confirmed by CNET's Roadshow. We've also seen a copy of this email which was removed from the website but was freely available on the Internet Archive. What's more interesting though was that, as an alternative, Ford was encouraging dealers to add a no-sale clause to contracts, preventing new F-150 Lightning owners from selling their vehicles for at least one year. So to find out why a company like Ford might want to try and prevent scalping of their vehicles, I turned to an expert, someone who understands scalping at an economic level.
1: There are, I think using term marketing conditions is correct, there are certain things that have to happen in a marketplace for scalping to, to um, take place. This is Dr. Paul Crosby,
0: a senior lecturer in economics at the Macquarie Business School at Macquarie University.
1: And I think the two main things are when the products in questions or the goods and services in questions are either underpriced or undersupplied. I think when you've got uh, things on the market um, that people value more than they're selling for. Or when you've got more people wanting the goods on the market than the number of goods available, you have these ripe conditions for scalping and and what we call arbitrage opportunities. And that's basically when someone or some company or some entity can buy products for cheaper uh, than they can sell them for. So they can on-sell them um, at a profit.
0: We're obviously we're talking about, you know, big events, et cetera. We know that scalpers go out and they buy a ton of tickets and they try to sell them. A lot of people, you know, might be trying to sell them outside the venue, et cetera. And why is that a concern for like a venue operator?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a really delicate balance because the, the reason ticket scalping exists is, you know, fundamentally people tend to value the concert experience more than the cost of the ticket. And that means that if someone can snap up those tickets before um, the people who want to go to the concert um, can get them, then they are what economists call willing to pay a little bit more for them. Now, in theory, you could say, well, if the goods are going to the people who value them the most, it's not too bad. But it does create a lot of equity issues. Um, You know, I don't think many concert venues or musicians or, you know, performers or whatever event it is, um, they want their tickets to go to the fans. They don't necessarily want their tickets to go to the people who can afford to pay the most for them. So there's a lot of equity issues, a lot of ethical issues and moral issues around scalping, which I think gets to the heart of the problem. It's how do you make uh, a good or a service, for example, a concert available to everybody, um, but at the same time make sure that the tickets get to the hands of the fans. And that's a, it's a difficult and delicate balance there's, you know, attempts around the tech world being made to stop ticket scalping with various, you know, um, programs or, or attempts to stop bots and, and, you know, remote bulk ticket purchases, various laws and regulations. But at the end of the day, you know, with the Internet being the way it is, it's really difficult to stop people um, scalping tickets.
0: How much do you think, uh, you know, conditions created by COVID are sort of playing into this?
1: We talk about this notion of underpriced and undersupplied for creating the conditions for ticket scalping or other scalping. I think it really is the undersupplied side of things that's bringing in the conditions for the scalping of cars. We have major issues with um, supply chains. We have, um, you know, lockdowns, factory closures. We have problems with transportation, getting these um, products into different countries. There's also, you know, a worldwide sh- uh, shortage of um, semiconductors, which you know are a big part of manufacturing in many, many sectors. So you know, even if companies can actually make the cars, sometimes they don't have the parts to go in them. Um, all of this is is definitely been exacerbated by COVID, and I think that's creating this undersupply, which is why you're seeing the scalping of cars now, which is. This is a fairly new phenom- phenomenon. Um, and you know it's affecting not only the, the new market. So, the, you, you mentioned the Ford F 150s. That's a really interesting um, example of where Ford have actually tried to step in and prevent dealers from reselling them. But it's also having a flow on effect to the used car market because um, as soon as the, there's a shortage in uh, new cars, people will then switch to the used cars. So, the price is rising there as well. And you're seeing um, a lot of kind of price gouging and And kind of, um, you know, I wouldn't say bad behaviour, but um, uh, opportunistic behaviour in that market too.
0: I do want to be clear, this no-sale clause is optional for dealers to add, and asking for these no-sale clauses often does happen with high-end luxury vehicles. Wrestler John Cena was once sued by Ford for selling his $500,000 Ford GT within a two-year no-sale window. But the F-150 Lightning is not priced like a luxury car, with a starting price of just under $40, US dollars and an awful lot of them will be produced. So what's the actual incentive for Ford to prevent the car being sold on the used car market for whatever the market demands? That's coming up right after this break. If you're enjoying this episode of The Defrag and you want to support the work that we're doing, head on over to our website, thedefrag.com and become a Defrag member. You can get an ad-free version of the podcast, a sticker pack, a regular newsletter, and discounts to our merch. Plus there's a number of other perks depending on your membership level. Becoming a member is really the best way to support the show. It empowers us to produce independent journalism and gives you the best of the podcast without all the noise. So head on over to our website, thedefrag.com, and become a member today. Ford have been encouraging dealers to consider adding a clause for contracts for the F-150 Lightning that prevents the cars from being sold for the first year. But given that the F-150 Lightning is a mass market vehicle, what's the actual incentive for Ford to prevent the car being sold on the used car market?
1: Yeah, look, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's a similar thing to the concert tickets where, you know, in theory, promoters or even artists could raise their prices, right? And as soon as they raise their prices, it takes away a lot of the ability for scalpers to make money. Um, but like the concert ticket issue, it's it's not a great look for companies to rapidly increase their prices. Ford, for example, wouldn't want to increase their price too much, um, especially if it's, you know fingers crossed, a temporary shortage of, of cars. They, they're going to keep the price low. And that's where you get this role of, of these regulations, these no on-sale or no resale clauses, as a kind of middle ground. I see it in terms of, well, they're not going to increase the price, which will stop the scalping that way, so they're going to try these kind of contractual arrangements with dealers. Um, and it's, it's super difficult. You can see the, the difficulty Ford is in because you know, they, they're making these options available to dealers. They're not enforcing it. It's really up to the dealer themselves whether they want to add this no resale clause into the contracts. Um, that will give you an indication of, you know, over in the States, different state laws, different you know, federal laws, where you know, in some jurisdictions you may be able to mandate this some jurisdictions, you might not be able to mandate it. It's a, it really, I think, is more of a, um, a goodwill gesture than, than an enforceable kind of contract, I think.
0: It is quite an interesting, um, in- interesting idea that, you know, if you buy something like a, a car that you may not be able to, you know, sell it for whatever someone is willing to pay you. Yeah, no, and it's,
1: you know, you think about the if there's, an, if there's a no resale clause for 12 months and then all of a sudden you lose your job or you don't need the car, um, you know, then you've got the real prospect of not being able to sell a thing that you own. And that in itself raises a lot of kind of legal questions or, and again, you know, ethical questions, whether a company can stop you selling something that you own. And not only the kind of legal and moral um, complications, but just how do you enforce that? How does Ford or the dealer that sold the car or truck actually stop people doing that? I think it's really difficult.
0: Also in the headlines today, US President Joe Biden has relaunched the Cancer Moonshot with a new goal to reduce the death rate from cancer by a minimum of 50% over the next 25 years. The plan was originally announced during the Obama administration and aims to end cancer as we know it. SpaceX has introduced a new Starlink Premium Tier. The plan offers a new antenna design with double the capability of the original Starlink service. SpaceX says the premium service is targeted to small businesses and will offer up to 500 megabits per second download speeds and offer similar latency to the standard tier. But the increased speed does come at a premium. The service will cost $2,500 for the antenna and will set you back $500 a month. And scientists are working on a way to reuse all the medical waste generated through the pandemic. Researchers from the National University of Science and Technology in Russia have developed a way to produce batteries from used face masks and drug blister packs. When they add graphene to this mix, they can create thin, low-cost batteries that could be used in small appliances like clocks or lamps. The Defrag is a production of Lawson Media and the show today was produced and edited by me, Christopher Lawson. James Parkinson is our engineer. For more coverage, check out our website, thedefrag.com, where you can also become a Defrag member and get an ad-free version of the podcast. And stay up to date across social media, just search for The Defrag. I'll speak to you again tomorrow.